we'll just share a few things. Uh, I wanted to teach something, but 30 minutes ago as we were praying, or 45 minutes ago as we were praying, my, my entire summer was interrupted. I was just praying and I just looked at my note again. Lord, what do I share? Did it look like water? I started thinking, ah, why? You know, when you when as a man of God, you have prepared a message from God. <laughs> you know, this is a minister's ministry. I can be free. I'm not in church service. So I don't expect that all of these sections now will be put on SoundCloud. So I can talk the way I want to talk. Amen. Amen. So, you know, as a preacher of the gospel, there are times you prepare a sermon. You prepare a word from God. I remember many years ago, I was a little boy doing ministry work as a preacher, as a pastor also. And I felt sick. I prepared the sermon. I prayed that, Lord, you will speak through me. You will minister to me. Men and brethren, I felt sick. The man I wanted to minister to came to minister to me in my bedroom. <laughs> Has that happened to you before? You have prepared a sermon. You have told yourself that today, as I preach, men will be falling down. Men will be crying for repentance. Till today, I have not preached that sermon. <laughs> I came home and I asked them. When they came to me in the room, so I asked them, our service, they started telling me, Pastor, ah, it was good though. The service, in fact, the power of God was moving. I said, how did the power of God pass through me? And it did not flow in me. <laughs> so, as a minister, you just have to be open to God. That's why most of you that teach, that do ministry with us, I don't choose your sermons. You just follow the leading of the Spirit. So, I wanted to share something. But maybe I'll share it next year. Maybe. So, I have another thing that I told you years some years ago that I will share. So, I think it's time to share. So, we hear a few words. When you say a few words, you know. <laughs> I don't think there's anything on SoundCloud called a few words. Uh, and, uh, uh, is, what's, the lowest, what's the lowest amount of message on that we've preached before? Like, the, the, the number, I'll be the minutes. 30? Which one? Being effective with tongues, have you? Power of the gospel. That's how many minutes? 18 minutes? 18. 18 minutes. Power of the gospel. Our God. 20 minutes. That has years ago. I mean the ones that is on SoundCloud. Outreach. Oh, that was uh, that one. If you were there, the, the people that were there knew it was not. It was beyond. Born again. How many minutes? 48 minutes. Who you are in Christ for the something? Abraham was the only participant of being effective with all. I taught him he was the only audience. I just felt like the guy did not know how to speak in tongues. So I started a series on him. I just felt like, ah, the way he's speaking in tongues, he's speaking in tongues like a devil. So I said, ah, okay. <laughs> being effective with tongues so that your tongues can change from shuzu to shuzuzu. <laughs> So we hear a few words, amen. Praise God. So we just have a good time, gist with the word tonight. But tomorrow morning, I will so that you can go and sleep. So you know, so that if you dose tomorrow, it will be me and you. 
Tomorrow morning, we are trusting God. We're going to teach on miracle science and wonder. We'll teach from morning to evening tomorrow. We'll explore the four gospels in context, precept, protest. Check all the Greek. Check all the why did Jesus do miracle so that your, your, your enhancement for miracles will be heightened up. I, saw, I know that some of you saw miracles today. You lay dance on the sick. It's not just enough. You must have a knowledge because the knowledge helps your appreciation of it. So we'll look at, if time permits us also, we'll look at the book of Acts. We'll explore it. How was miracles done? What is the theology of miracles? Then we'll look at, if time now permits, which I believe it might not permit, we'll now look at, after the resurrection, did, no, that's book of Acts is after the resurrection. After the book of Acts, what else can we see about miracles? If we can't finish it this time, we'll finish it in church. Amen. So we hear a few words tonight and we'll go and sleep. So men and brethren, try and sleep tonight. Amen. <laughs> okay. Boredom of purpose. Let's study that this evening. I call this boredom of purpose. You know, we are ministers of the gospel. We are committed to lives. Colossians 4 verse 17. Colossians 4 verse 17. We've been looking at, we saw, we studied praying like Jesus, right? We said walking with God. We said the man that God uses. How many of you learned something from that one? The man that God uses. We looked at the call to ministry. How does a man receive the call to ministry? What is the call of the ministry all about? Now, we want to look at the boredom of purpose. The boredom of purpose. Colossians 4, verse 17. Like I said, I'll be free with you tonight. I'll share with you from my experience. I've been born again for a few days. I mean, very few days. I've been doing the work of ministry for a few days too. So I will share with you for my experiences, work with you, look at how certain things are done. There's a teaching I owe you, uh, maybe not at this conference, maybe after in church, maybe during our workers' meeting in church, thoughts on the Christian experience. Why does, why does it look like a Christian can start and stop? Why? What happens? We will look at it here, but we will finish it on that message intelligently. So we'll start. So follow me this evening. Look at the Colossians 4 verse 17. I hope I have your attention tonight. Are you sure? Okay. It says, And say to Archippus, Take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou shalt fulfill it. Now, who is Archippus? Archippus was that brother in the church of Colossae. Archippus was a brother in the church. Now, a lot of people don't like public rebuke. This is a guy that we are still reading about how many years after. Because Paul called him out and said, take it to the ministry. Meaning, he started the ministry and he left it somewhere. He started to pray and he got tired. 
He started the journey of Bible study. I want to learn the word. I want to grow. And he stopped. Paul now reminded him. He says, take it to thy ministry. Take it to thy ministry. Which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou shalt fulfill it. So, there is a cause to follow. There is a cause to follow. It doesn't take commitment to start the cost. A lot of us, we, we set out our goals, we set out our plans, we set out our, 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 you know, our desires. Oh, I, want, I love the Lord. I, I, I enjoy the Lord. I want to be praying. I want to be studying. I want to be fasting. You, it's so sweet. You are just happy. You are even telling yourself after this conference, I'm going to be praying 10 hours every day. I'm going to be, yeah, you, yeah, oh. <laughs> it doesn't take any commitment to start the course. Because following true and true is for the man of purpose. There's a message I owe you, the fulfillment of purpose. Not in this conference, maybe another time. Because I have many things to say to you, but I don't think you can bear them. I don't think you can bear them yet. Because if I'm to really start teaching, we will not live in this conference. We will not be teaching, 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 teaching. So I will just give you what God wants you to hear. So I believe tonight you want to hear what God has for you. Like I said, I did not plan before this conference to share this. As we were praying 45, 70 minutes ago, the Lord told me, look at your note again. I said, ah, I picked it up. This is already arranged. This is the only message I prepare before the meeting. Because throughout this conference, I don't prepare. I just trust the Lord. Lord, what do you want me to share? What do you want your people to hear? But this one that I was supposed to share, I prepared it months ago. Lord, this one. And the Lord said, check it again. I said, ah. Lord, you can't be whining me at this period. What do I do? And I remember, it is his meeting, not my meeting. So, you have to hear this. Hallelujah. So, following true and true is for men of purpose. Like I said, it doesn't take anything to start. Even business in the natural. You start your business, you are happy, you open an Instagram page, you put it all over social media, you post it, you do get ready with me, you do all of those things. It doesn't take anything to start. You can start anything at any time. But it takes commitment and conviction to stay on course. It takes commitment and conviction to stay on course. I will ask you a question. Do you believe who you are? First question for tonight. Because we've been asking ourselves in the course of this conference a lot of questions. Do you believe 
We already said you are a man of God. You are called to the ministry. You are a man that God uses. You walk with God. You pray like Jesus. Do you believe who you are? Do you believe? Are you convinced about God's plan for your life? Are you convinced? Or you are just following the wind? Are you convinced that I know God's plan for my life? God wants me to do this. God wants me to go in this direction. Oh, you are still following the way. A lot of Christians, like I used to be, like I told you I'm sharing with you from my heart tonight. I used to follow the wind. I knew God called me to the ministry. I knew God called me to, to do a whole lot of things for him. But I was following the wind. I knew where the wind blow me. It's like John 3 where it says, the wind blow it where it listens. As it blow me in this direction I go, if it blow me in this direction I go, I didn't have a fixed plan. And that's how many of us are. We just go with the wind. No. Are you convinced about God's plan for your life? If you are not convinced, before you leave this conference, ensure you are convinced. Ensure you know it. If not, when you leave outside, you know, we are in the bush now. The world looks foreign to you. By the time you leave here on Friday, the world is going to live foreign. You'll be like, whoa, all these guys are iniquity. What? Because, you know, you've been praying, you've been fasting, you feel, your body feels holy, you feel refreshed. But when you live here, the next thing on your mind will be to go and watch a Chelsea game. That's a devil. I mean, why does a believer follow Chelsea? I still don't understand. You say you are blood washed. You say the blood of Jesus washed you clean and you are following Chelsea. Can't you follow the red with the blood of Jesus? The, 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 the portals of heaven. I can't imagine. Bro Matthew, bro Godwin. Abraham is actually a devil. If what if we had they follow. Why would people just decide to oppose the plan of God? By following chess. Thank God for my baby. She's a man, you automatically. I know that you people are jealous, but it's your problem. But bro, Matthew, from the first day I met him, he began, he just became a devil. Opposing me like a Nakash. <laughs> Nakash is the serpent, he's the Hebrew or serpent. I, I can't imagine. What's that? Can't you just see the blood that washed you clean? We are in church. I will come for you later. At least I still have the mic. So the reason, so like I said, a lot of people start and finish. They start a business, they dump it. They start a clothing line, they dump it. They say, ah, I want to be cookie. They open Instagram page, the whole world reposted it, and they close it. 
They started the year business. Everybody started by year. Suddenly, they closed it. What happened? It doesn't take anything to start. It only takes convictions to stay on course. And do you know, contrary winds drive your roots deeper. In Matthew, in Matthew 7 or 20, Matthew 7, it made us to understand that contrary wind, as contrary wind blows, it makes your convictions deeper. Matthew 7, let's probably look at it. Matthew 7, when Jesus was talking about in verse 25, the man who built a rock, he says, And when the wind descended and the flood came, the wind blew and beat upon his ass, and he fell not, for, the for it was founded on the rock. So, is your convictions well strong such that no man can shake your convictions? Because the foundation is strong. So, the reason. So, so when people see contrary things. Things that look like wants to shake their cause, their commitment, their everyday devotion. They just follow the wind. Rather, they ought to stand firm and say, no, this is where I'm going. I'm not going in this direction. I always give you a story. Anytime I'm traveling... Anytime I'm on the air, anytime I'm, I remember the last, I remember, was it, was it not earlier this year I was in Paris? And somebody said to me, where are you going to? I can't say I'm going to another destination that is not my destination. I will go to my boarding gate because I know where I am going. Just imagine, because let's say I like, uh, uh, there's this country I like, let's say I like Mumbai, India. And I see people alighting and say they are going to India. And I say, let me follow them too. No, you know where you are going. That is why you bought the ticket. That is why you went there. Are you getting what I'm saying? So no matter if your flight was delayed, I remember our flight was delayed from Atlanta to Paris. We stayed in the airport at 2 a.m. A 9.55 flight did not leave till 2 a.m. We would not say, ah, let's go and enter another flight. Are you getting what I'm saying? Would you say you are going to another flight? No. Or, you know, I used to give you this same example. You are driving on the road with people. Let's say all the long drive, like all those traveling drive. You know, there are people that both of you will be doing competition. Indirectly. You pass, you overtake, the person overtake you, you overtake. And you will stay on the road for like three hours. Together, both of you know yourself. In fact, both of you are already waving. Both of you will look at each other in the window and laugh. Like, 
You think you want to overtake me? I mean, you do another one. If the person goes to exit 100 and your own exit is exit 120, would you say because the person is your friend, you two, you follow the person to exit 100? No. You know where you are going. A whole lot of people don't know where they are going. They don't. So that is why you should not run from test. Don't run from test. A whole lot of people, when they start, let's say they start a business now, and they don't have customers, they close it down. That's a test to your convictions. It's a test. It's a test. You continue in it. You start something, you start a cemetery, nobody came. It's a test to your conviction. It's not a point to say, oh, I'm not going again, or I'm not doing again. No. So, and you know, even, even in the work of ministry, the reason why many people are lazy in prayer is because people have given them an alternative. There are ministries today, they don't pray. There are ministries today, they just do Jean Sunday. Cultural Day Sunday. That's the one I don't even like the most. What if my culture is naked? So do I come to church naked? What's that? So we will not take our cash and say, hey, 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 Lord, what's that? See, we are, we are in service. Please, pray, pray. We, we've prayed. So, that's why a whole lot of people, when they see prayer, they run. Because churches have given them alternative. Just imagine, from the scriptures, we go back to how the scriptures are. Nobody will escape. The highest it will be is, I don't want to be born again. <laughs> That's the highest you will see. But churches now give you alternative. Don't worry. You can just, you know, on those day I took a disciple. No, no, let me call you a disciple. An intending disciple. A <laughs> Prospects. I don't know how you used to get that word. Prospect. 14 contact received. <laughs> 20 contact collected. There's a bracket. I, I don't understand. Whoever started that thing must be a demon. <laughs> now, imagine. I took this brother to church. We're still talking about prayer. We're still talking about how, you know, we, we have to go in evangelism. We have to do this. So they invited us and they told us, I mean, there's Bible study. And we liked the way they shared the word with us on campus. So we said, so I said to the brother, let's go and try this place. Not knowing that he has not grown. Let's just, I just said, I just told the guy, I'm interested in this place. Let's just, I mean, see what they are up to. As soon as we got there, the Bible study was like vapor. Boom. They were done. Five, like 10 minutes. 
So we use 10 minutes to study the scripture out of a three-hour service, brethren. Then we use the remaining three hours, the remaining two hours, 50 minutes to play game and eat food. Bible study. That's what they called it. We prayed. The prayer was like vapor. Like, Lord, <laughs> I'm not joking. The Bible study was like, so that's what Jesus did. Yeah, he just did that. Hallelujah. Amen. Questions? No questions? Okay. Good. How would you have asked questions? Tell me. You can never have asked questions. Because they just summarized and cosmetalized the scriptures and gave you. The brother now said, Ah! I like this church. I said, Bro? You like what? They didn't even pray. He said, That's what I like. So you mean I've been punishing you. <laughs> a lot of people see prayer as punishment. That's because they don't just understand what Jesus did. I tell people, I said, what do you think the Apostle Peter was saying when he said, we will not leave the word of God and staff tables? This is a guy who was serving tables before. When Jesus turned five loaves of bread and two issues. He served tables. Jesus gave it to the disciples to serve tables. So he is used to serving tables. Okay, he's, we can also look at it this way. He is a fisherman. A fisherman will know how to cut a fish, fry the fish, give people the fish. So he is used to serving tables. But all of a sudden, he just said, we will not leave the word of God. Ah! When his eyes are seen, you know, we say, My eyes have seen, my ears have heard, my mouth will talk about the goodness. So his eyes have seen it. Are you following me this afternoon? This is this good night. <laughs> or else we'll just continue. We just continue, just go and take a short nap and come. Like just go and take a one hour break and come back and continue the work. Me, I'm not tired. It's you that is tired. I told you I've been in this bush since last week. Enjoying my time with snakes and scorpions. <laughs> Pray, trusting the Lord. You are the one feeling tired. I know I prayed the prayer with you. I was having encounters with Tony during the long hour session. As Tony is about to doze, I appear. <laughs> I just, she's still like, rrr, rrr, rrr. Ah, she doesn't see me. <laughs> it's training. So it takes commitment to be on course. It takes commitment to be on course. So that's why, like I said, the reason why many are losing prayer is because they have given them alternatives. They've given them another alternative. You don't have to pray. Just be relaxed. Eat barbecue. You know, those things are not bad. I mean, we, I'm even planning that this year we will have a love feast. Hallelujah. So I said, Lord, what, what a wow. I'm planning it. It's already on my mind. It's already in my calendar. Only that the day will be a surprise. It'll just be like a thief in the night, like Jesus appearing. We'll just come to service. I'll just share the word of God. 
briefly. <laughs> Share the word of God briefly, then brethren, let's die. But when you have heard the word, I will now know if you are really born again to eat the food. <laughs> I mean, we are going to have it. Honestly, I'm not joking. Believe God for me. So, the reasons why things look difficult is because people have been giving you alternatives. So, it takes commitment to be on course. And do you know that? I say this with no mincing words. When you see counterfeits, counterfeit of things, they are just to test your convictions. When people tell you, let's say you live here now, you go to somewhere where they are not praying, and you are comfortable, that's actually a test to your conviction. That, ah, so you're not feeling like prayer is stress. Really? Stress? How do you think we teach the word Greek, Hebrew, epi-exegesis, exegesis? What do you think we do? We just come and read it. You think it is that easy? If it is easy to read it, Paul will not have said that your eyes of understanding will be enlightened. It takes prayer to understand the word. It does. That's why we pray, so that when we look at the word, it will be like, wow, this is the revelation in it. So, when you live somewhere where they are not giving you training, disciplined you, you feel like, oh, thank God, that place, they wanted to die. It's actually a text of, it's actually a test of your convictions. It shows you what you truly believe. Some people, as backsliding as we are, live in this kind of prayer. You know, we did not really pray. We have not prayed in this conference. Why is you looking at me like that? We've not really prayed, though. So say, ah, really? Oh, so what have we been doing all day? We've just been joking. We're just like testing, like, Lord, we want to start praying. By the time we come into prayer, hey, we will now know what is prayer. You know, I, I'm tired for years. It's just recently I started teaching you read um, the Greek word for prayer. Is this? I, I don't do things like that. I don't like it. What's the essence of saying the prayer is the outward of the inward of the flow of the oh, when you go and pray? When you finish that prayer, you will know what's the real outflow, the inflow. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, for the will of God is just this. Uh, bro, go and pray. By the time you are done praying, all your work, where they say, pray is the outflow. You say, yes, true, true. <laughs> so, as I began to explore this journey, we call this the boredom of purpose. So, it is so boring. Let me tell you the truth. And I'll tell you because I've been a Christian for a few days. I've been in ministry for a few days too. So, I'll tell you this as your brother. It is so boring to stay on purpose. I'm telling you the truth. So boring. So boring to stay on course. One trait, and you know one thing. Let me tell you something. 
One trait of a child is that he keeps exploring things. He will test this, he will test that, he will test this, and a lot of people stay in that childish realm for all their lives. They're testing the waters, testing this water, trying this one, trying that option. It shows you are still a child. You are not yet convinced of what you are about to do. It shows you are a child. You come in contact with prayer. We see it in the world. You see that the world is being taught. What are you looking for? Some people say, I want to go to Bible school. I tell you, I say it, I say it with no missing words, the words of Kennedy again. If churches do their work properly, there's no need for a Bible school. Does this place not look like a Bible school? No, tell me the truth now. No, tell me. You've been praying, right? You've been hearing the word. You've gone on outreach. You've healed the sick. What else? So, it is disgraceful when a man goes back to a life he never have lived before or he used to live. It's very disgraceful. I will share with you personal examples that I've seen over the years. There are friends that we told ourselves we will die with the word, we will we commit our life to these things, we will pray, we will fast. We are day to day. They are just the ones telling me, man of God, <laughs> praise God. Really? What happened? The boredom of purpose. It is very boring to stay on course. Very boring. In fact, sometimes even lonely. Are you following what I'm saying? Please help yourself if you are feeling sleepy. Or else we will continue like this till tomorrow. So one person's sin can affect every other person. We will practicalize the story of Jonah. Once we catch you sleeping, the whole church is will be capsided inside the boat or inside the water. So help your neighbor as you help yourself. Or else, I brought all my notes here, we'll just start. <laughs> oh, you thought I was joking? <laughs> my notes are here. I have two notes here. So in case you just make a mistake, we'll just start. Second Timothy 3.15. Let's just do the work. I will not stop the evening. You can bet me. Some of you know me. We'll just be teaching. So please don't be a Jonah. Tell your neighbor, so don't be a Jonah. Help me as I help myself. So let condiments flow. Like I told you. <laughs> like I told you. <laughs> like I told you. It's a short word. A brief word. And we'll go and rest. But you have to listen to what I'm saying. Because this is something I heard years ago that changed my whole life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So let condiment flow. If I cite you, the old class is in trouble. We'll just stop the message and continue maybe tomorrow. And we'll just pick up from there. I'll just switch to my lapel mic and the glory of God flows. <laughs> Amen. Do I still have your attention? You're not sounding like you mean it. 
Okay. So like I said, when a man is committed, he doesn't evaluate things. He doesn't behave like a child. I have been a Manchester United fan all my life. I'm not planning to leave it. God forbid. I'm sorry for the Chelsea fans who they are going through a tough season. It's such a pity. I wish them well. No, I don't really wish them well. <laughs> ah, I will forever hate Chelsea. Because there was a day, me and my father were Manchester United fans. And my father started telling me, ah, and I think I like Chelsea. That's where I, that's where I have a problem. He said, I think, just the thinking. Why would you think? Thank God he's not like that. I converted him immediately. I casted out the demon in him. Like, Daddy, out! <laughs> it's just like, me and my father we used to argue about iPhone and Samsung. He liked Samsung, but I make sure before I left the house that he is now an iPhone user. Now he's not telling me. I think I want to go back. I said, now I know the kind of principalities I'm facing. I have to cast you out. I don't like Samsung. God forbid. Why let me use the Android phone? I never have, I've never used Android phone. I moved from Nokia to Mortilinks. From Mortilinks, I went straight. No. Sajem. Then from Sajem, I use C, Nokia C Classic. From Nokia C Classic, straight Blackberry. I didn't waste time. I moved. It was like the grace of God. Like, boom. From Blackberry, iPhone. I started with iPhone 4. From there, the ladder till you will just become so addicted. Every year, every September, 1005. God forbid. <laughs> Those guys, they are intelligent in finishing your money. And it's conviction. Oh, you don't know. It takes conviction to keep releasing phone every year, even though there's no really changes. They don't tell you two camera change, one camera pay, one will put a pointed mouth, four teeth. The next one that is coming this month now, not this September now, there may not be really be a change. This one, they call it Dynamic Island. Maybe this one is going to be Oceanic Island. Or maybe next year will not be. Jesus is Lord. <laughs> Back to what we are saying. I hope you are okay. Remember, if I catch you, I've pitied you for long. So if I catch you, so we said, it is so boring to stay on purpose. And I want this message to make sense to you honestly. Honestly, honestly, with all sincerity of heart. I'm teaching you from the bottom of my heart. Why is it that people, you see them on fire for God, you see them so strong, suddenly they'll start telling you, I used to do it. Why? May that not be our portion. Tell you, I used to pray. I used to do outreach. What happened? 
it is actually very boring. You must first understand that. The fact that you wake up early in the morning to go to work every day, hope you know it's boring. And you are doing the same job, pressing the same laptop, sitting on the same desk. I remember I met the woman. I said, how long have you been in this job? 41 years. I said, ah. I said, ah. So at this I asked, so you've been doing the same thing for 41 years? He said, yes, I like it. <laughs> That's commitment too. I looked at my life, I said, wow. Can I be committed to a thing like this for 41 years? In this Rochester, he said, I've been in this company for the one years. I mean, we've seen our ups and downs, but we'll stay true, we'll pull through. I said, wow. Glory to God. So what is it? Yeah, you, I'm sure some of you now, you just evaluated your job 41 years. Me this is going to go for a bit. <laughs> so boredom of purpose is that thing you do continuously. And when you keep doing it, offenses will come around you. You will be offended because you are doing the same thing over and over. I will bring this to your Christian work because that's what I'm talking about, not your natural life. You are praying every day. So, so you mean I'll just be speaking it all every day? Have you not thought about this? If you have never thought about it, you have not started your journey. Let me see your hand if you have thought about it before. Ah, you have to think about it too. If not, you will backslide. So you mean, I remember years ago. I would I I lie to you, about 10 years ago or so, or 9 years ago, I started looking for an alternative to prayer. I had to, I researched, I did, I, I brought all my study materials, did everything for weeks. Is there an alternative to prayer? How did the men that God has used, what else did they do on this earth? That was my search. That was my study. I stayed on it for months. Because I started thinking, so you mean I will wake up in the morning? In the afternoon? Because I looked at the winter. I, I, I mean, I pray outside a lot. I always, I always look for bush. I don't like praying around everybody. I remember, there's no way I live, I don't look for a bush. I just look for one place, I just go. So I just taught myself. So, <laughs> what are winter seasons? So it was a winter time. And you know, there's a way laziness come upon you in winter. I just said, so you know what? I said, Shibia, I know the word. Okay, let's, let's do a study. Research, bought materials, read, do I read this one and dump it. Okay, this one does not work. Read another one. They started doing research on how to backslide. <laughs> I'm not joking. Because I started asking myself sincere questions. Is this what I'm going to do again and again? You must ask yourself that question. You must. 
So a man committed, you have to evaluate your commitment. Because you are doing the same thing over and over and over again. So commitment is of the heart. After I finished my research, I remember, I will never forget, I was in the city room that day. And I told myself, wow. After there was no material I couldn't seek for. And I found out that it is not possible to work with God without prayer. <sighs> I made up my mind. Immediately, that today, I will live a life of prayer. It's a deliberate decision. Nobody can make it for you. Your church cannot, can only help you. Your church can only help you. Because if you're only praying dream prayer chain, you are not having a personal prayer life, it will show. Those of you that doing prayer to mission is possible, you were dozing, you saw yourself in this meeting. You saw that, ah, I should have helped myself. So you are doing the same thing over and over. So you will choose in your heart to be committed. It's a, it's, it's a commitment. I knew I wanted to understand God's word pretty clearly. I was tired of religion. They would tell me today, the fact that this way, this way I started missing it. I went to a very early secondary school or high school as we said, as we say. Every Sunday, they are asking us to give our lives to Christ. Ah, uh -uh. There was one brother. One, he's, not a, he's not a brother. I don't know if he is. One junior boy. Every Sunday, the guy is in front. Ah, uh -uh. We have to go and meet him. Bro, if you come out next Sunday. <laughs> if you come out next Sunday, I will collect your food. And because I was daily prepared, I, I will collect your food. So, the guy, as soon as they preach the word, they say, if you want to be born again, stand up. The guy will have to look back at me. And he will say, stand up. <laughs> I'm not joking. Every Sunday. So, we now sat him down. Bro, we are all in this boarding school together. We were not many. We are not up to 150. We are not even up to We are not even up to 100. Because it was a boarding school that was just starting. Sit down. Bro, what? We, how are you sinning from Sunday to Sunday? Tell me. That's where my question started coming from. Tell me. Did you not read your book? Did you not sleep when they say you should sleep? You know, boarding school has routines. So what exactly did you fail to do in this boarding school that made you a sinner. We don't have phones. So it will not be like you were checking your phone and you saw things that made you a sinner. Okay. So what exactly? You say, hey, hey, ah, I just still feel like something is... Ah. And I know me too, I was feeling the same way. But as a senior boy, I can't stand up. If not, your friends will be like, ah. You want to give your life to Christ. How many of you know what I'm talking about? You too. What are you coming out for? So, 
to understand God's word. They will tell you, without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. Really? At least in this boarding school, I'm holy. The highest I did, I flogged a junior. That's the only thing. And I will quickly ask for repentance. Lord, forgive me. In fact, as I'm flogging a junior, I will tell you the Lord, Lord, as I'm flogging you, I will tell you, I'm, I, see, the Lord is forgiving me already. And the Lord is forgiving me already. And I'll, so, how am I a sinner? So I knew I needed to understand God's word. So I embarked on a journey. A deliberate consecration. And that's where I am today. And I'm not stopping anytime soon. My understanding is deepened. I'm growing. I'm learning the word. Becoming a word man as the day goes by. There's nothing you want to ask me in scripture. And I say this under God. There is nothing you want to ask me in scripture that I cannot give you an answer. Nothing. Because that is what I'm doing. That's what I study. Nothing. I will just not teach you so that you will not, your head will not blow. So I will take it gently. Because I look at the scriptures every day. Nothing. No lost book, so I will answer your question. Commitment. Commitment. But you have to make up your mind. You have to make up your mind. So you are doing the same thing over and over. Studying, praying, preaching. You are doing the same thing over and over. So Paul now gave an instruction. And that's where we'll, we'll look at. And we'll call it a night. Two things to the night. I would leave it for God to speak to you. First Timothy 4.14 it says, neglect not. Neglect not the gift that is given to thee by prophecy and the laying on of hands of the spirit. It says, neglect not. Neglect not means don't forget. Look at it. Just keep at it. Keep looking at it. A lot of us forget things on time. Something started, you must not neglect it. You've started a ministry, don't neglect it. You started a cell, don't forget it. You started a prayer life, and it's as with where you missed a day, quickly, quickly go back. See, let me tell you, as I was building my prayer life, if I missed a day, I make up for it. I don't use the word I say, I'm the righteousness of God, the Christ. I know I am. But this is my consecration. You make up for it. You do. Don't neglect it. As a practice, I, I don't forget prophecies over my life. I don't. I don't forget that hands were laid on me. What was spoken over my life, it keeps me going. That was Paul's instruction to Timothy. And now, let me give you a background story to that Timothy instance. Timothy was going through persecution and his faith was shaking. I think I explained this Timothy to you last year. He was a guy who was 17 years according to history. 
And I told you, he was pastoring 100,000 people in his church, 70 years. Persecution came, different issues came at him. He became very timid. Paul now said, ha, stir up the gift of God which is in thee. Which was given to thee. Now, look at how he started the letter. He said, I believe in your... Let's go to 1 Timothy. Let me show you something. Go to... Let's start with 2 Timothy, actually. Let's start with 2 Timothy. The guy had to do something. So that you will see how to stay on course all the rest of your life. There are some people who will tell you... There are some people who have come around our ministry. They'll tell us, what forever? I will follow you till I die. Oh, we are day to day. As backsliding as we are, in prayer, they will not enter a place and be comfortable with places they are not praying. Ah! Who has bewitched you? Who has bewitched you? We spend time, night and day, feeding on the word, enjoying God, praying, fasting. Then all of a sudden, you are comfortable somewhere. Your name should be removed from the book of life. Even though it's not possible. So I say, eh, why is it not possible? <laughs> I, I don't like the fact that sometimes I'm angry that we were about Italy saved. I'm actually angry sometimes because some people take it for granted. Say, no matter what, I'm still the righteousness of God. I'm angry that God is too loving. Why? This brother should at least taste air. So that at least his eyes can see the glory of God. You know, when he see fire, so say, there's no fire. He's painting me that. We now know the word. <laughs> He's painting me sometimes. See, hey, but pastor, you taught us that there's no really fire that is burning anyone. So, I mean, we, we just can flow in this dimension. You are always flowing. <laughs> flowing to where? <laughs> Sometimes I'm actually angry. You explain the word to people, they will not use the word to... <laughs> they will use the word that backfire against you. People that know the word, we are still praying. Is it done. The finished work is done. Eh? Salvation, done. Righteousness, done. Justification, done. Only less, done. What of prayer? I say, eh? God is doing it. I say, it's not done, no. <laughs> God came as a man to pray. God fasted. How is that done? Paul, who knew the word, who, if you want to say Greek word, he is the Greek word. He knew the revelations of the scripture. He said in fasting often. You now say, there's no instruction in scripture that we should fast. The Greek word, fasted. Ah. <laughs> Some people, they, they learn the word upside down. Don't be like that too. That's why I don't associate with cliches. Oh, you are a grace preacher. You are this. We will preach the grace. But that's not everything in the Bible. 
you must learn to preach the Bible all around. The very minute you associate yourself with a cliche, your eyes become blinded to certain part of the truth of the scriptures. So back to our Timothy. Paul now started reminding this guy in 2 Timothy 1. I thank my God in verse 3, whom I serve, he says, without ceasing that I have remembers of thee in prayer night and day, greatly desire to see thee, be mindful of the tears that I may be filled with joy. He says, when I call to remembrance, which you must always remember, never forget. He said, when I call to remember your unfaithful faith, which is dwells in your grandmother, he reminded you that, see you, your grandmother was a born again. Your own mother, Eunice, he says, I'm persuaded that, ah, that same faith is in you. He now told him, bro, wherefore, put thee in remembrance. The gift that you still have, the gift of God, which is put in thee by the laying on of my hands. He now says, he now reminded him of the utterance he has told him. What is the utterance? For God has not given him the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. He now told him, don't be ashamed of me. Because, Timothy, Paul was going through several persecutions, several issues in the body of Christ. If you say you know Paul, it was just like that time of Jesus where Peter denied. If you say you know Paul, they will kill you or they will put you in jail too. So, Timothy was already shaking because obviously he was a young man. He, he, he's still, hey, I, I want to preserve my life. I want to do all of those things. So, he became afraid too. Paul had to tell him. Look at how Paul wrote it. <laughs> he first reminded him of the gift of God he did. You know, if it was you, you say, why would you? <laughs> why would you be afraid of me? He said, ashamed of me. No, no. He first walked him through his lineage. <laughs> he said, your grandmother, your own mother. Ah, uh -uh. Why would you not be? <laughs> why would you be a, a bad child? So a lot of us forget. Something has started and you neglect it. Why? So, and let me tell you, in life, there is a tendency to always forget things, including me. I forget things. That's why many of you that we work together, I tell you, remind me, remind me. This is what God said to us. Remind me. We always forget things. When things are happening to you, when things are going away, when the contrary winds are coming, you will just forget. You will forget the very reason you started it at the first instance. That shows you had no conviction. It's just like a business. When contrary winds come, no customer, nothing. You will forget the reason you started the business. And that is exactly what happens to many of us. We forgot the reason why we are born again. Many of you, you knew you wanted to love God, you serve God, you, you say you wanted to be committed to the ministry, but as soon as something comes, oh, I'm tired, you forget. Personally, like I said, I try my best as possible. I've seen the Lord Jesus walk up to me twice in the vision. I remember it. He told me about my ministry. He told me this and this and that. I don't, I keep it in my mind. I keep it in my mind. I don't forget. I don't forget that hands were laid on me, things were said about my life. I, I do it as a constant practice to remind myself. Why? Because I'm human. I can forget. 
and I need to stay on call. Some people say, because you are a pastor, that's why you must. No. Have you not seen pastors who close church? I remember when I met Chiamaka one time, she told me about a pastor. A, no, let me say, a former pastor, pastor. You know, Chiamaka had one pastor when then, then a pastor, pastor, pastor. <laughs> who closed down his ministry? Why? He's leaving the country. God forbid. May that never be my portion. Why did I start? If I will close that in ministry, we die here now. Even if no member come, which will not happen, I will preach to the wind. I'm not joking. Favor will tell you, we will all screwdriver preaching to nobody. Yeah, you are committed to a course that you must follow. When all of you left, those of you in set one, when you ran away, when the wind shook you, your heads became like goats, everybody started misbehaving. All of them disappeared. All of them that are looking at you, they disappeared. Your name is covering away. You have mentioned your name. You ran away. Even Tony did not know what to do. Abraham was like, hey, God. Go read this at begging. Jiamaka backslided. <laughs> she just went back to the world. Like, this is where I came from. Let me dust my net. <laughs> Let me pick it all back. Backslided. Hey, why? Started crying. <laughs> Others left. <laughs> Just contrary wind. Wind, wind, wind. <laughs> and the wind blew them. Evil favor. I was waiting for her. I was even thinking, as far we live in the same house, let's go. People just started speaking in tongues. You know, I'm not saying physical tongues. I mean, she just started saying things in parable. Contrary yeah. with and these are people I taught you, prepared you one month before May 11. Brethren, have a conviction. I taught you, prepared you, walk you through. Everybody started crying that day. Lord, Lord, I have a conviction. Lord, this and that. When the wind blew, they forgot the tears. I even told them, have somebody you are accountable to, discuss your plan with somebody. I'm, I'm sharing with you people because they know their, they know their sins. Joy is wondering, me, I didn't even have a COVID. Joy did not even know what to do. Joy was like, the wind blew it where he listed. <laughs> and everybody was watching. Lord, ah, yeah. And they were crying. May 11. The next month, June, just one month after, wind blew. Everybody deserted. It's just like, where are you? Pastor, eh, ah, eh, tongues. You know, when Paul, said, when Paul gave an allusion of tongues of angels, I started hearing things. No conviction. Because they forgot. So don't be like them. 
took the grace of God for them to come back. They forgot. When a man enters a church and submits to the pastor and is committed and he and a personal devotion, there's a commitment he must take. That's why you see some people. What do you think? Make men like Kweneko plant. It is seven years old. Still preaching for three, four hours. Still praying in tongues. It's not because they are pastors. No. You see Pastor W.F. Kumuyi, it is something still going around, traveling, preaching. Pastor Yi Adeboye, it is something still preach. What do you think is happening? They simply made a commitment. But we, in this our young age, with the era of social media, with the era of everything, to make a commitment is very, is very scarce. Because as you read one thing on social Somebody just tweet something, beam, you follow it. See, you know, people are just wasting their time praying. You see, it's true, I knew it. <laughs> I just knew it. No commitment. So he said, neglect not. So don't think anyone is committed, though. Until contrary wind comes, which will always happen. Many of you, I put you to test, try you, test you, put you inside fire to check who you truly are. Yes. To see if you are committed. Are you committed to a cause? No. I, I always say it this way. Even the work of prayer. I told you in the last session that a man God uses we first struggle even with prayer. Many of you, when you came in, Abraham could not even speak in tongues. <laughs> Iyade was a Muslim. Before Iyade gave a sigh of tongues, he took, I lay hand, lay leg, lay everything. She still said, it's not coming. Then when you see her shouting in tongues, I'm wondering, how did this happen? I remember Tony's tongues. Shut up, bubble, bubble. Hey, why? We just sit down. I know it before. God punish you. <laughs> they taught me. Korede was the mystery one. He just came in like the angel of the seven churches. He couldn't even sigh. He didn't even know what his life was all about. He just followed the wind and came. <laughs> Is it Chiamaka? She said, should I just speak it? Though? I said, yes, speak it. She said, I should just say it. She said, she, she, she. <laughs> I'm not joking. She, 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 that's it. Is that it? I say yes. <laughs> it's only me, you don't know my whole story. <laughs> but I also struggled with prayer too. Ah, I remember one day, let me confess my own sins. Prayer meeting was going on. Me and Soji said, Is this how we are going to pray? We just went to a cashew tree. There's a cashew tree in our church there. We just went to start plucking cashew. 
I'm not joking. We left church. We started eating cashew on the Monday. And this was us. We said we wanted to go and fast and pray 40 days. And we, we have not, we have not stayed committed. We are eating cashew. I remember the reason why favor got born again was because they stole their stole our phone. Some people just, just need that to you know. I've been trying my best, preach to favor, talk to favor, explain things. All of a sudden, she took a taxi. They brainwash her. They use imagine a believer. They use juju on you. <laughs> And you have the audacity to say, I cast you out. You. <laughs> it can never happen to me. Never. I can never be just. I fear, see, I fear somebody flogging me. That juju. It, the Bible says there's no gods. It doesn't exist in my head. It can never. Somebody told me, this is, I say, blow it. I, see, I say, somebody say, it's poison. I say, I can eat it. Say, I will eat deadly thing. It can hurt me. You know how many deadly things I've eaten? As I, I, I told the person, I said, I fear cane, somebody flogging me. That juju, voodoo. They use voodoo, they just blow powder on favor. <laughs> <laughs> and they collected her phone. That day, she picked Rasodi of realities. Reality, I'm the righteousness of God. Her favor just knelt down. I will never forget October 10. I would, never, I would just not mention the year. October 10, eight days after my birthday, I said, Father, I thank you. At least you allowed Juju to do the work. <laughs> <laughs> but this is somebody who has been trying. He took a phone. Phone. Men and brethren. So for your phone to miss, you can be committed. Wow. What a wow. The one that paid me the most, voodoo. <laughs> so don't think anyone is committed. So like I said, as I begin to close, don't neglect the gift of God, ever. Don't. The gift of God on your life, the workings of the Spirit on your life, don't forget it. Don't forget that you can pray in tongues. Don't forget that you are called of God. Don't forget why you became born again. Don't forget the commitment to ministry. Don't forget that you used to pray again. See, let me tell you, if you stop praying, if you leave this conference and stop praying, you will never have a prayer life. Never. It will look like everything you did here is minus 100 plus 10. Or plus 10 minus 100. When you leave this meeting, build a consistent prayer life. Let me tell you, prayer is how you stay in the will of God. You will make a lot of mistakes in life if you don't pray. I'm telling you the truth. I, see, in the course of prayer, last week I was sharing with some of you, the Lord showed me some things I did in, in the ministry before, and I told some of you, I said, we, we are never supposed to go in that direction. Never. Just imagine we prayed more. So don't neglect the gift of God in your life. Never lose your identity. 
Go after why you came. You came to just to learn God's word. The routine might be boring. They will just be praying before service, worshiping. No gin Sunday, no Ankara Sunday, no pizza Sunday, no barbecue Sunday. Everything is just prayer, word, worship. You know that you came to learn God's word. Stay there. Stay there. We are never, see, I can tell you this under God, we are never going to have alternative to prayer. It's not possible. There will never be a day you will come to our service and you will see us doing Gene Sunday. It's never going to happen. It's never. We are set on the course that we follow. Our way we are going is very clear to us. If you don't like it, pack your bag and go. We are not begging you. People we've never met before are listening to our word. Nations we've never been to. I was telling you something that we gathered the statistics of those in Belgium. The listings of people in Belgium are even more than the United States in the last two weeks. And we've never been there before. So we, it, but we are set out on the course that we will follow. And it's commitment. You will never come and you will hear us not talking about evangelism. It's not possible. That's how we will reach lives. So, it's going to be boring. Ah, prayer. Ah, study. Ah, Greek word. Hebrew. Ah, eh? Ah, ah. Masoteric test. Ah, ah. Concordance. Ah, very soon. I'm going to recommend for you the concordance to buy. Because I want your study life to be sharp. So you'll be looking at the Greek word yourself. You will be coming to service. You'll be carrying your Greek material. We'll be checking it, looking at it, pretest upon pretest, checking how the scripture was really written. Yeah. Before the ending of this year, I will recommend one. Everybody buy it. So that your study life will get better. That is why we are here. There will never be a time we'll come, we'll have service, and we'll do motivation. So brethren, Make money. Yes, you should. We will, never, we will never have motivation. So it's going to be boring. But you will remember why you came. Many of you came because you wanted to grow in God's word. You wanted to learn God's word. You wanted to understand the truth of the scriptures. Yes. It's going to be boring. This prayer, mission is possible. We will never reduce prayer. In fact, we are going to increase it more. It's going to be boring. It is. It is going to be boring. So you must tell yourself the truth. If there's anything I always teach you, don't deceive yourself because I don't. I don't deceive myself. I put things straight. I put things like this. I don't. It's going to be boring. And that's what I'm telling you tonight. That's my message for you tonight. Praying always. Do I like it? I don't. <laughs> Do I like it? I don't. I remember when Olemi was in this bush last week, I felt like I wanted to cancel the mission as possible. I'm not joking. I, f I, I just started feeling, hey, I will pray like this. I will still pray this way. I, I said, and, it's, I, I, and nobody will blame me. I'll just text everybody and say, Brethren, I just feel, I just sense a leading like, I want we postpone. 
Everybody will be happy. I mean, you will not be happy. Hey, bro, I lie that you will not be happy. <laughs> the next is, good morning, sir. Thank you, sir. Pastor, sir. It's short, short, thank you. <laughs> Understood, sir. It's short, short, noted. <laughs> oh, all I favor. Thank you for the privilege to take water. <laughs> We fasted dry. We say, well, I said, you cannot drink water. Thank you for the privilege to take water. <laughs> I'm not joking. I was tempted to cancel everything. I just start feeling, hey, my Lord and my God. Months I've been fasting dry, waiting on the Lord, just trusting God. Ha, there was a day. Hey, why just tested me? Pastor, what do you want to eat? Hey, I said, God, I love fasting. I didn't know. I said, whoa, bring anything. <laughs> anything, I'll eat it. Why? I just started telling him, I said, hey, he's, hey. And you know, as you see the day approaching, as you see the day approaching, the days are, the day started moving faster. It just started moving faster for me. Hey, hey. Monday has finished. Hey, I got it. I was like, hey, God, I beg. Hey, Tuesday, hey, Tuesday, next week. Friday last week, I typed it. Let's just, uh, we, we've not really arranged things. Everything said to, uh, I just, I just look for an excuse. I say, at least, I'm the pastor. Nobody will beat me. Everybody will be happy. Uh, mission is possible. Cancel. Mission is possible. Cancel. I remember when, in our ministry some years, many years ago, those of you that are here, you're already laughing. Because of my laziness and the fact that after service like this, there's a trip somewhere. Ah, yeah, let's go to Missouri. Oh, yeah, let's go to Chia. It's Sunday, we always do the travel. So, the next thing, youth meeting cancelled. Everybody's, in fact, everybody's already waiting. They have carried their bag like this for the announcement. Youth meeting cancelled. Thank you, sir. Everybody's, everybody's not going home. For one year, if I taught a message, maybe five. One year, January to February, December. They are here. We don't be doing Holy Ghost meeting. Just because there's no sermon to preach. Let's just flow with the Holy Ghost brethren. Just tongues, interpretation. You don't have any message. But let's just, let's, just, let's just speak in tongues. You know, what's, what's your name? So we can't, we can't give you one. If, you, if I ultras, your, bo your body started altering. You, you look like this, you look like ultras. Some people's ultras, no, filled up. They never acted on one. <laughs> different prophet line, prophet sign, different. I see this and they are not seeing anything. I have to ban it. If you see anything again, you're in trouble. So it's going to be boring. <laughs> I'm saying this to you tonight, and I want you to remember what I'm saying. When you set out to serve the Lord, to do the work of ministry, to preach, do you think it is easy studying the word, putting down things to teach? No. Mm -mm. There are some Sundays I will stand up because I don't sleep on Saturday night. If I, I'll just rest, wake up, prepare for service. There are some times I'm telling myself, Lord, I can cancel service this Sunday. And nothing will happen. I'm just saying, 
Brethren, let's just um, stay in our house, pray. I just sense that we should not come to service. Nobody will kill me. Am I not the pastor? At least, bro, God will be happy. <laughs> so, it's going to be boring. When you hear people say, I've been doing ministry 50 years, I try to listen many a times to their stories. Waking up every Sunday, preparing a sermon, teaching week in, week out. <laughs> I've been born again a few days. I won't lie to you. I've been doing this work a few days too. At least I've pastored in churches for years. I can tell you, it's going to be boring. It's going to be boring. Waking up to pray. I told you, I did research on how to backslide. How to stop praying. Why I should not pray. So I have a message I can teach you today. Why you should stop praying. But the message will make you go and pray. <laughs> so it's going to be boring. The boredom of purpose. We require not forgetting who you are. So, look at what Paul now gave instruction. Do you notice? I don't know about you, but I endeavor myself to read through the book of 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy a whole lot. In fact, it is the only place that is colored in my, in my entire Bible. Because the instructions were, Paul was not, when you read the way Paul was talking to Timothy, eh? Paul was talking to Timothy like he was not a minister of the gospel. See, take a little wine for thy stomach's sake. So the kind of relationship they had, like, so that means Timothy would tell Paul, say, Pastor, I'm not really feeling fine. And Paul would write it to him. Timothy would tell Paul, tell that brother to bring my book, bring my parchment. He said, Alessandra the coppersmith, as, as we stood me, beware of him. Look at the relationship. He spoke to Timothy like a young man. So many times, I, 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 as a constant practice, in fact, if you read through, if you look at my Bible, it's the only, First Timothy and Second Timothy is the only place I have colored. Because I read it again, I'm like, ah, what made Paul talk to Timothy this way? Then I figured, I did some research. I figured Timothy was that guy who had a lot of questions, a lot of issues, a lot of concerns. And just like, you know, I was teaching you in the, in the, after, in the morning, I said, he is just a man. And you must get used to it, that you are a man. You are not a spirit. Oh, you are a spirit in Christ. Because everybody would like to hear that part. Then he told Timothy, it's the stir of the gift of God. That means you are the one that we, can't, that we fan it to flame. That word stir means fan this thing to flame. Keep yourself burning all the time. Stir up the gift of God in you. That means don't lose your identity. Fan it to flame. You will see him say, hold fast. Look at 2 Timothy. Let's just glance through some things. Still in that 2 Timothy, in verse 30, he says, hold fast to the, hold fast to the form of sound word which was with you, you know, which that has heard of me in faith. 2 Timothy 1 verse 13. It says, that good thing which that was committed Keep by the Holy Ghost which dwelleth in us. Look at in verse 15. It says, This thou knowest that they all turned away which were in Asia. 
to be turned away from me who were in Paraglo. He was telling him, see, see, you know some people left me in Asia. But he already told him to keep certainties in chapter 2, verse 1. In fact, even in verse 16 of that chapter 1, he says, the Lord give mercy unto the house of Oniferous, for he often refreshed me and he was not ashamed of my shame. He was telling, he was, he was writing to Timothy like, bro, see, this is what is happening now. When you read that letter, eh, I, I challenge you to go and have a personal read on 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy. You will see that it can relate to your life as a minister of the gospel. It can relate to your, your, to your, to your life. You will see it, you will see the instructions. I've always told you. The life of a minister is in the instructions he keeps. You will see in 2 Timothy 2 verse 1, it says, My son, be strong in the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, and the thing which thou hast heard of me, commit. He now says in verse 3, endure hardness. Because hardness will come. It's not every time it will be smooth. Hardness will come as a good story. He says, no man that warrants entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. You will see all of those things in verse 15 of that second Timothy. He says, study to show yourself approved. A workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly divided the word of truth. I tell myself, I look at it, I say, okay, I need to be a workman. I don't want to lie to the, to the men that God has put me over. I need to study the word of truth. He says, but shun profane and vain blabblings for the increase more. You see, you see in verse 22, flee also youthful loss. Look at the kind of instructions he has given him. Flee also. Look at it in verse 23. It says, but avoid unlearned questions. Avoid them knowing that they do gender stripes. He says, and be servant of the Lord must not strive. These are things I tell myself. I cannot be in strife with people as a servant of the Lord. He says, but be gentle unto all men. You have to be loving. You have to be apt to teach. Apt to teach means you must be able to explain the scripture all the time. I will ask you a question. Can you even explain all the things you've learned? Can you explain them? If somebody asks you a question, they say, why? Why is there not clapping and dancing in scripture? They say, because we don't like it. <laughs> you are not serious. <laughs> you will start from that very scripture, just like Philip. That is how I'm training you. You will start from that very way. Okay, so where is it from? Okay, so this is it. That's why, you, that's why we teach you the word. You have to be a word man. Carrying the word, knowing how to explain it. I tell you, and I'm saying it, and I'm not trying to boast. There is no question you ask me in touching scripture that I cannot answer you. I just might not give you 100%, but I will give you 5%. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because I'm studying. That is how to keep yourself on this job. Are there days you want to study that you will not like it? Yes. There are days I don't like it. There are days I just want to see a Manchester United game and sleep. There are days I will just on my TV. My name is Mary Allen, and I'm the fastest man in my life. That's what I want to watch. I'll just dump the Bible so I beg. Because if you there's no way you will study and not have a headache. <laughs> you will study like this, you just be having a headache. You just say, oh, uh, to doom. <laughs> you know, that's the, that's, the, that's the sound for Netflix. To doom. Do you refresh yourself. There are days I don't want to see my Bible for two days. I'm not joking. I won't lie to you. We are all ministers of the gospel. There are days I don't want to, if you tell me prayer, I can insult you. Just like after this conference, you come and tell me prayer. I just look at you like, the Lord bless you. 
I will pray. But <laughs> the man of God needs to rest. Are you getting what I'm saying? You read all of those things. Look at it in chapter 3. It says, Thou hast known, in verse 10. It says, Thou hast known my doctrine, my manner of life, purpose, faith, long suffering, charity, patience, persecution, affliction. Which came? He said, You've known all of these things. He now told him in verse 14, but continuing that which thou hast led, you have to continue in it. It's going to be boring. You are the one that will discipline yourself to continue. He says, knowing, he says, whom thou hast learned of knowing of them. He says, as from a child. You've known the Holy Scripture. Which is able to make the wise for the salvation, which is Christ. And all scripture is given by the inspiration of God, which is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and instruction in righteousness. That the man of God may be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. In verse 4, verse 2, chapter 4, verse 2, he says, preach the word. Be started in seasons, out of season, reproof, rebook, exhort with all law suffering. You read all of these things. In verse 9, he says, do thy diligence to come shortly to me. You see the kind of familiarity with the letter. Despite, they have to keep themselves aflame. I now did a study on this guy, Timothy. In fact, after Paul passed, he walked in the same manner. In fact, he died for the same cause Paul died for. Why? He stayed faithful to the end. But was it an easy journey? If it was an easy journey, Paul would never have wrote this letter. Never. Boredom of purpose. So the boredom of purpose will require not forgetting who you are. You have to steer yourself to flame. Steer up the gift of God. It is your responsibility to keep the fire burning. Keep your prayer life burning. Keep your study life burning. Keep your commitment. Your commitment to the local church. Your commitment to evangelism. You must always be eager to minister to men. Always be eager to minister to the sick. As a practice, as a custom, if I've not prayed for the sick for a while, I start feeling, the, I start feeling like something is wrong. Because one thing about the gift of God is you have to keep doing it. The more you do it, is the more you get better at it. It's like tongues. A lot of us think, okay, once you speak it, tongues, that's all. It's like tongues. Once you heal the sick, the more you keep healing the sick, is the more you get better at it. Just like the more you keep speaking in tongues, the more your tongue keeps progressing. That's how it is. That's the gift of God. Let it not come to a time you cannot minister, you can't preach. You wake me up from the dream. Give me the scripture, I will explain it. I live ready. Before this meeting, I just told you, it's only one summer I prepared. All what I've been teaching you is something I looked at in, this, in, this, in, this, in the course of this meeting. And I was praying with you people. So it's your responsibility to keep the fire burning. It's your responsibility. Keep it burning. Keep what God has given you in your life. Keep it burning. It's going to be boring. I tell you, see, I, I know so many. See, I can, I, I've been around for a while, for a few days. We, there are so many friends. We started, we said what forever. We prayed. We, today, they are chasing money. Is it that I'm not chasing money? I'm chasing money too. But I have a greater priority. So it is your responsibility. So there is a force of discipline. You must discipline yourself. 
you must discipline yourself. Oh, okay, I should change it. You must discipline yourself. So you must. Discipline requires something you do daily. Weekly. You do it when it is convenient. You do it when it's not convenient. That's discipline. That's discipline. Whether it's convenient, you are doing it. Whether you like it, you are doing it. A lot of us like to feel, we like to feel a, a special urge to pray. There is no special urge to pray. I've been praying for, so, for years now, I can tell you. If you are trying to wait for special urge, it's not every day you will have it. It's not every day you will feel like teaching the gospel. It's not every day. There are days that if you bring gospel to me, that's not what I want to hear. I want to hear politics. Even in the course of this meeting, I was still looking at politics. What's going on with the fuel subsidy in Nigeria? I was still trying to catch up. That's because it's my interest. There are certain things that are interest to me. I love Olamide. If you like, kill yourself. So I say, I like the video. It's your problem. Me, I followed Olamide for 30 years since he started. So I say, but why are you saying that? Eh? So me, you think I would deceive you and say, the only thing I listen is, Jesus, Jesus, how I love you. I do. But there are days I don't want to hear Jesus, I love you. There are days I want to hear, I'm a piano. Oh, so I say, that's not what is happening. You know it. Stop deceiving yourself. Oh, don't you know Allah let me a You know it. You can't be disconnected from the world. You just know how to control, how to put self-control on it. Are you getting what I'm saying? It even helps your evangelism. <laughs> I'm not joking. Imagine that's some that's a way. If I'm doing evangelism in, in when if I'm in Lagos, that's where I start from. I'm not joking. Alpha, ah, maybe I'm preaching to a Kekken, my paper, because I'm always in Nigeria. Alpha, do you, you know what Ah, but we'll not switch gradually. Uh -huh. So Jesus died. <laughs> 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 I'm not joking. I remember there was one Kekken, a paper man. He was playing this. I said, ah, you, you know, I just, you know this thing. He said, yes. I said, ah, but do you know that Jesus died? He said, yeah. yeah but he said, that's how we started. He said, hey, Shabi, you should still give me my money. I said, I will give you double. <laughs> said, you have to, many a times, if you know how to use what is going on with the word intelligently, it will help your outreaches. Because you will know how to easily spark conversations. It's just sense, common sense. You just know how to spark conversations. You, the conversation will keep going. So you preach Jesus I died, died for you, you switch against till you make sense to the person. That's all. It's just common sense. That's why if you notice. I have started preaching again. If you notice, the two greatest guys in the scripture, Moses and Paul, they knew they were associated with their world. They were very associated. Paul was a Pharisee, very learned. Moses was schooled with the Egyptian. So they knew how to communicate to their world. So that's why their writings, you look at the lives of Daniel. Daniel was an astute person. So you see their writings and you see that, ah, these guys, they knew. That's why their writings are still very valid. We can look at it and say, look at how we are reading Paul today. Just Paul's letter to Timothy. Very valid. 
very associated because of knowledge. Are you see? So don't dispose of all those things. So back to what we are saying. There is a force of discipline. Discipline requires something you do daily. Play for me, I close. Discipline is what you do daily. You do regularly. Can you wake up for the next 18 years of your life and have a routine? I'll challenge you. For the next 10 years of your life, can you wake up and say, every day I mean, must pray this certain amount of hours? Will it be tough to keep? Yes. Yes, it will. Can you wake up and say, I must feed on the word daily? Personally, as somebody, I have a study plan. Okay, I'm studying this this week. Before it used to be daily, but because of my schedule, because of how things have gotten busy. So I tell myself, as this week is approaching, this is my target. If I don't meet it on Saturday, before I start preparing a sermon to preach, if I don't prepare someone to preach on Saturday, I try my best as possible that. Because if I start preparing someone on Saturday, I start fidgeting. I start getting scared. Hey, will I say the right thing? So I make sure I'm very ready. Make sure that I'm ready. Bible, st- if I'm going to have, let's say, a Bible seminar, maybe years before now, I already know what I will teach. My note is ready. All the things I will teach you for this year's Bible seminar, I prepared it years ago. Yes. Bible hermeneutics, uh, baptism, uh, yes. It's not a new thing for me. It's revision. So I just look at it again. Okay, I'm, I'm having another personal study. are still young. Let's give these early years to things that really matter. Study. Prayer. Fasting. I struggled with fasting at my early years. Because I like food. Everybody does. So I will start. I started this I started when I was very much younger. I will break at 12. I gradually started increasing it one. Gradually started increasing it three, started doing four, started doing six. And I figured ah, I can actually break at ten. Ah, I figured so I can go a whole day without eating. Ah, I can actually go two days. Ah, I can actually go three days. Ah, I can. I started learning it myself. Because I noticed that once you can break the two days mark, it's just a personal observation. Once you can break the two days mark, you will not want to stop again. Once you just do the first, you don't want to stop again, you just keep going. So I said, okay. So this is how it works. Discipline. Nobody has to teach you. Is it going to be boring? Yes. Is it going to be lonely? It's not everybody that will know and like what you are doing. Some people say you are a fanatic. Those that are saying I'm a fanatic, that said I was a fanatic years ago, they are now listening to what I'm preaching on SoundCloud. <laughs> I thought I was a fanatic. Why are you listening to me now? You have questions. You have those type of people. They have questions. I don't respond. I just say go go and listen to that sermon. You called me fanatic years ago. Despite I was still listening to Allah Medeo, you say I was fanatic. What if I was not? I still used to play ball with you, take sets, 
set who are less, you know, that place it. Ah, I miss those days. So you have to be disciplined. Have a routine. Before you leave this conference, tell yourself, this is how I want to be praying. Personally, not church. Collective prayers is good. But do you have a personal prayer life? contrary winds come, you will easily backslide. I'm telling you the truth. Because I've sat down. I've had conversations. Many of my friends are older than me. I try not to keep people that are, people that are the same age with me so I will not be thinking the same way. <laughs> so I keep a lot of adults as friends. Keep a supernatural relationship. Steer me. I was having a conversation with a pastor friend this afternoon told me, Pastor, this is what is going on in our ministry. This is what the Lord is doing. I said, wow. I said, I'm inspired. He said, yeah. And I started praying. I just started praying. I just I said, this is a lot, a lot of inspiration for me. I watch my company. I make sure that uh, it's, it's even too late to be influenced this period. I'm the one, I'm the one influencing people. Nobody can influence me at this stage of my life. After everything I've gone through, someone has said, you want to influence me and tell me, it's too late to preach. Blocked. Why are you talking about prayer? Prayer blocked. I don't have time. I'm too focused on where I'm going. And you must have that discipline. So what's your discipline? What's your discipline? What do you have? Have a routine. Daily, weekly. If you cannot sustain weekly, there are times I do it. A monthly thing. Okay, this month, this is what I'm studying. This I'm going to pray this month. I have a certain hours target I must reach. If I don't meet it, I double up the next month. I don't say, ah, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's why God is forgiving. No, I have a discipline. Go and ask men who have left their footprint on the sands of time. They were disciplined men. There was nothing special about them. They were regular men like you. Regular. One day, a woman asked, Billy Graham and Hammer asked somebody, his sister and said, show me the way to the post office. The, the person was surprised and said, why are you asking me the way to the post office? He said, you, ask, you show people the way to Jesus and you don't know the way to the post office. Because the sister was surprised that Billy Graham doesn't know the way to the post office. And that's why a lot of people think this. They think that men of God are just one superhuman. This and that. No, they're just men who have disciplined themselves. Discipline themselves. I'm teaching you things that really matters to your life tonight. I really hope you are listening. I just hope you are listening. I really hope you are. A disciplined study life. Okay, I'm picking this message. I'm going to listen, enjoy it. Just, it's not good. The, the other times you will sleep off, wake up and continue. The times you sleep, I told you the story in this conference. There was a time many years ago, I told myself, I'm going to pray tonight. I've heard one message that inspired me. I said, tonight is the night, Lord. I will wait on you. I said, let me quickly take a nap. The next thing is, kukuruku. Every, the light of my window started shining. But I kept at it. I did not get discouraged and say, ah, should be a mystic. God cannot use me again. No. I 
I've always told you, I told you in the last session, the man that God will use, we, always have, we have a false start. So be disciplined. So what do you do daily? What do you do weekly? Because God will keep sending men to your life. And the day you miss a session, it's just like even ministry. Those of you that are cell leaders, you say, because people are not coming to your cell, you say you are not doing it again. It takes discipline to go. So people like to go to a church where a lot of people are filled up. And they forget that there was once a time where that church was not filled up. <laughs> I've pastored in big churches before, small churches before, everywhere. And, and I've, I've, I've watched human beings generally. I've just been very observant. A lot of people, they like the sermon, they like the church. They say, I can't stay here. Why? People are not there. Ah. The people that are there are committed to see that things will happen. It's just commitment. And I asked them, I remember there was somebody I had to engage in God. I said, if everybody in church was like you, which ministry will grow? <laughs> to see the person that I say, sit down, evaluate your priorities. What do you really want? Is it the word or ambience or fame or what? There's some people that come and say, you want to be a pastor? I said, you're not even ready to be trained. So you don't want to be a pastor like that. Is that a pastor's just a match? <laughs> Have a disciplined life. Maintain your discipline. Maintain your courtesy. Maintain your innocence too never get to a point where people cannot correct you, people cannot instruct you anymore. You feel very big in your eyes because of pride, because of affluence. Money is good, but don't let money enter your head. I do businesses counting into millions, but it does, that's not my priority. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's not your, it should not be your priority. A lot of people, once they have small money like this, that's all. They, their pride just becomes big for what? What for? Who are you? Maintain your innocence. Maintain your courtesy. Maintain that honor and reverence you have for your for your spiritual leader, for your pastor, for your for your leader. Maintain it. So as I begin to close, I want you to ask yourself that question. What's something you are ready to do for life? I'm not saying business or school or job. No, no, no. Talking about your spiritual life, it's going to be boring. You are not going to like praying. You are not going to like fasting. Do I like it? I don't. I just told you my own. I don't. Last week, as I was praying in this bush, two hours away from this bush on the road, dog chased me. I did not come back. I said, "Hey, look, you know those dog? Two black and yellow. They almost ate. It's God that saved me. I did not say, "Oh God, Lord, I'm not praying again." In fact, I doubled and increased my prayer. I'm set on the course that must follow. You keep at it. It's just like, even weaknesses and challenges you are struggling with, I just sense to say this, it just dawned on my heart. Some of you have some weaknesses and challenges you are trusting the Lord to break free from. Yes, that you fall, keep at it. Keep, keep telling yourself, I'm going to come out of this. It's a discipline. You get what I'm saying? Discipline. So maintain your discipline, right? Prayer is a discipline. The ministry of the word 
is not just a reality of the world. No, it's commitment. To be a word man is commitment. Can you explain scriptures rightly? Or you just listen to someone to preach? Walking in love is discipline. Are you easily offended or angry with people? No. You have to deceive yourself and say, I can, nobody can make me angry. Just going to be myself. There's something I tell myself as a principle. We might not be friends, but we know I will never burn bridges with you. The only reason I will burn bridges with anyone is if you choose to go your own way. That's all. But I don't burn bridges. Treating men with respect is discipline. Keep your honor work. Don't follow the American culture of of not being in honor. Honor moves. I've spoken with great men. I was, Macaquins told me something. Reverend Macaquins, one of the men that work with Kennedy again. He he said that he loves Africa so much because the move of God will always be there because of honor. He said the reason why we are not seeing the great move of God in America today is because people don't understand honor. So he said, I've made it a constant practice to always talk about honor. So please, keep your honor work. It helps the move of God in our city, in our nation, in our church. Keep your honor work. So discipline is what you do everywhere. You should be very predictable. Don't be that person that somebody says, I cannot be pre- I cannot. Be. Don't follow that rubbish. That nobody can predict me. No, people should predict that you will never be offended. We should pray that you will just you will, the only thing you will say is let's go and pray, let's go and study, let's do. You should be predictable. Don't be that person that say I don't want to be predictable. I don't. It's the devil that is trying to get you so that you will do something else. Be very predictable. Let people know this is what you will say. Let people know that this is you. Once you wake up this time, the next thing you want to go and do is to pray. You want to study. People will know that there are certain times they cannot catch you online. You know, have those disciplined culture. But we live in a generation today where all of us are very undisciplined. Even me. We're just very, we just lose. We just want to do everything. How do we want to leave our footprint on the sands of time? Like the great men of old. When we see all this, Billy Graham, T.L. Osborne. Do you know that Azusa Street Revival happened in this same America? thing we call Pentecostalism happened in California, Azusa. But do you know that looking at our nation today, it doesn't look like it. It looks like something that happened somewhere else. I mean, in this same America, we can take flights to Azusa today. What happened? What happened to our nation? Bottom of purpose. People stop doing what they ought to do. People are not disciplined as they ought to. People backslided. That's all. They just, just like Paul's instruction, they stop fanning the flame. It is what you will do yourself. It's not the spirit that will help you do it. It is you. I hope I blessed you tonight. I really hope you pick something from this album. This is how people stay on course. That's why Paul says, I've kept, I finished my course. I 
fought the good fight of it. What's the good fight of it? It's discipline. It means I discipline myself. I make sure that I kept at it. I make sure that I kept preaching. I kept teaching. I kept praying. I kept reaching out. Even despite all the persecutions, it didn't come at me. So with contrary winds come. Yes. In fact, even after you leave this conference and you say you want to go and pray, something will come up that will want to discourage your prayer life. You know what you will tell yourself? I am set on a course that I will follow. Something will come that will want to affect your study life. You tell yourself, I'm set on a course that I will follow. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's all. Contrary winds will come. Adversities will come. Winds will blow. But what is your foundation like? I remember I told my friend one day, he said, see, can never backslide. <laughs> the person said, you are boasting. I said, yes, I boast in Christ. But I told the person, I said, if you come back in 60 years, you will still meet me doing the same thing I'm doing in a better way. I said, because why? I said, I'm a, I'm a student of history. I've studied things. I've watched the precedent of how things go. And I've looked at how not to miss it by the power of God. That's all just shared with you tonight one of the things I've learned discipline if you know you will not backslide keep a disciplined life if you don't want to be that person that will say I used to pray I used to study I used to do evangelism keep doing the same thing as a custom I go on my own personal evangelism I go and preach that's how I started so I'll go to Walmart talk to somebody on my own go back home that is how I started. I remember I used to go to beer parlors, preach to people, people smoking, they would drop their cigarette down, they would listen to me. That's how I started. So I must not stop. The very minute I stop, something is wrong with me. I have to find the flame. I must pray for somebody, the sick, so that I keep the gifts of God working in my life. If only time you, you minister with revelation, with the gifts of the Spirit is in church. Oh, you have not started though. You have to dare yourself. That's what we did in this meeting. We took ourselves. And it's just like those of you in Central and I told you, or those of the cell leaders I told you, I said, this meeting, we want to dare ourselves. Go to a strange location. We preach to a strange set of people to see the workings of God again in our lives. And thank God, God did not fail us. We saw the sick healed. We saw mighty miracles, men receiving the gospel, men filled with the Holy Ghost. I want you to pray for yourself tonight that you will be found in Christ Jesus doing what you are doing for life. Make a commitment to your heart that this is for life. Prayer, study, teaching of God's word, evangelism, ministry, the local church. Are you after fame? After something else? Pray. I really hope you listen to me tonight. It's not a time to this is not a time to to those this is a time to really remember that you came to mission is possible there's always a saying don't just pass through it let it pass through you don't let this message don't just pass through this message let this message pass through you don't just pass through Mission is Possible 2023. Let Mission is Possible 2023 pass through you. You are here for such a time like this. 
How do you know you are not here for such a time like this? Pray for your life. Discipline. Discipline prayer life. Boredom of purpose. Discipline study life. Hallelujah. Go quickly to Esther 4. Let me show you something. Esther 4 verse 14 to 15. So, are you disciplined? Have you made plans, right? Have you done it? Esther 4. Look at something. To tell you, I want to show you something about God. Mordecai, let's start from verse 13 playing for me. Let's start from verse 30. It says, Then Mordecai answered to Esther, it says, Think not with thyself that thou shalt escape the king's house more than all the Jews. It now says in verse 14, For if thou also holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise from the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed, and who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time like this. You know the meaning of what he was saying? He says, see, if you choose not to deliver us, God will do it through another means. But what about if you are here for such a time like this? That means if you choose to say, I don't want God to walk through me, he will pick somebody else. But how do you know he doesn't want to use you for such a time like this? I'm trying to make that scripture make sense to you. Mordecai told you, he says, see, not in the kingdom for such a time like this. I'm asking you a question. Who told you you are not hearing the message for such a time like this? I want you to pray for yourself again. Why do you think you are here this night? Do you think it is ordinary? No. It is so that you will not backslide tomorrow. It's so that you will have a disciplined prayer life, a disciplined study life. What's your commitment after you leave this meeting? Is it to go back to a lack of prayerlessness. See, you hope you know that when you leave this meeting, there will be nobody, there will be no chariots. <laughs> it will be you alone. That's where the real boredom of purpose will come. There will be no chariot again. By tomorrow, you'll be out of here. There's no going to be any chariot leader telling you, wake up, pray. This is the prayer point. You will now on your own pick up your life and start praying so it starts here pray for yourself brethren boredom of purpose that you are not returning back you are not returning back to that shambles you are not returning back to that shambles the shackles has broken off your life the shackles of indiscipline shackles of lack of commitment strong oh that strong devilish thing as touching you looking for seeking for contrary things pray for your life how do you know you are not hearing something for such a time like this who told you this message is not for you for such a time like this you know God has called you you know God has called you to do his ministry why are you holding back? Why are you joining yourself to a place where they are not training you to for ministry? Why? For what? 
for fame, for position, for title. Pray for your life. You are hearing what God wants you to hear this session. Ha <laughs> I tell you the truth. You are hearing what God wants you to hear. Bottom of purpose. Are you going to keep at it? Are you going to keep at it? Are you going to keep at it? Discipline study life. Discipline prayer life. Discipline fasting life. Discipline in teaching the world. Studying the world. Having firm understanding of the world. Discipline. In your cell meeting, are you disciplined? Or you are just changing times as you like. Say, today is 1 a.m., today 2 a.m., tomorrow 5 a.m. And you are just doing whatever you like. No fixed time that you can also stay disciplined for. It's a problem. Fix it. Pray. Lift your voices. Oh, pray. Pray for your life. You are hearing what God wants you to hear. We are going to leave our footprints on the sands of time. You and I must leave our footprints on the sands of time. Men must see us tomorrow when we are long gone that we will not be forgotten. I about that for your life. That when you are dead, your body is decayed. Men are still reading your issue and they are motivated. We are still reading Moses. We are still reading Elijah. We are still reading Paul. We are still reading... We are still reading Timothy. Why? They were disciplined. They were a normal human being like you. Pray, 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 pray. Your life has to change in this conference. It has to. It has to. Your life has to change. Your life has to change in this conference. Your life has to change. Your ministry has to change. Everything around you has to change. God is preventing you in this conference from backsliding. God is preventing you in this conference from returning back to a lycanthesical life. God is preventing you in this conference. God is preserving your future in this conference. Pray. Ah, pray. You are here for such a time like this. Your steps was orchestrated here. It was not by mistake. So you are hearing exactly what God wants you to hear. This is not the time to sleep. Spend a time praying for your life. Spend time praying for that thing, that commitment you have made. It takes prayer to have a disciplined life also. It takes prayer to have a study life. So pray about it. It takes prayer to have a prayer life. So pray about your prayer life. It takes prayer for your self-meeting to be committed. For you to have a commitment to your self-meeting. To have commitment to lives. That you don't stop and finish halfway. I'm praying for you that you don't stop and finish halfway. You live a life of commitment. Pray. Pray, 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 pray. A disciplined life. The boredom of purpose is going to be boring. What will you do? Contrary which we come, what will you do? When the winds of adversity Contrary winds come, what will you do? Pray. You are hearing what God.
God wants you to heal. Your life has to change in this conference. It has to. It has to. You are going to preach more. You are going to study more. Pray more. Fast more. Study more. Committed to life more. Committed to the local church more. Have a honor culture. Have a disciplined culture. You treat sacred things as sacred. Pray for your life. Pray for your future. Pray for your ministry. Pray for everything that concerns you. Pray. The boredom of purpose. you find your flame to walk maintain your courtes maintain your discipline maintain your innocence don't be that believer that lies to himself you know you don't have a prayer life you are lying to yourself you know you don't have a study life you are lying to yourself this is not a place to lie to yourself make that adjustment make that adjustment you know you don't know how to walk in love make the adjustment you are easily irritated. You don't know how to treat men with respect. That you have found doing what Christ Jesus is doing. This is who you are. This is your life forever. Pray. There is no other thing greatest in this life than serving God. I can tell you the fact. There is no truth meaning to life than serving God that you don't neglect you don't forget make sure you are praying pray spend some two more minutes praying spend some two more minutes praying for your life let the Lord Jesus talk to you about this he will show you areas as you are praying that you need to adjust and respond to it he will show you areas in your life that you need to adjust. Pray. Spend some two minutes praying. I'll give you two more minutes. There are things he will show you. Pictures of images. He will tell you stop doing this. Do it this way. That's why the Holy Ghost is with you. Take note of it and pray. Ensure you don't forget it. Don't neglect it. Your commitment to your local church. How committed are you? How committed are you to sell meetings? How committed are you to evangelism? Or you start and stop halfway. That's not the life of Christ. No one in scripture did that. Abraham, Isaac, Moses, they were men of consistency. What keeps a man going? Discipline. Boredom of purpose. Pray, 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 pray.
put those things down those things the lord is talking to you about so you don't forget it you are human you will not always remember it that thing is talking to you about write them down you are human you will not always remember it i'm telling you so that you can always go back to your notes and read it again that the lord spoke to you about this put them down no, don't don't forget pray for yourself play for me please Thank you, Lord. We bless you, Lord Jesus. Be on your feet and thank Him. Let's be on our feet and just thank Him. Thank Him for the word that came to you this evening. Thank you because there's a change in your life this evening. How about you hold somebody beside you and pray for one another? that we are stronger in the coming days. We are stronger in our commitment, stronger in our devotion to Christ. How about we do that? Let's do that. Let's do that. Pray. 50 years from now, 20 years from now, we are actively serving Jesus. 50 years from now, 20 years from now. Hallelujah. You must always think long term. That's how I think. I don't think short term, in fact, in anything. This is how I think. My study life, 50 years from now. Would I still be doing the same thing? Yes. 20 years from now, would I still be preaching? Yes. Before I started the church, I told myself, am I ready to do this for life? Yes. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you are praying for yourself, for the grace, the strength of God to be on this journey for life. It takes the grace of God to serve him, honestly. Takes, a lot of people come and live at the wayside. Are you getting what I'm saying? Just because of contrary wind. Many people, it's even just because of a natural need. Maybe they, their, their prayers were not met. They did not have a job. They did not have money. They just start, things just start shaking them. No. You are set on the course that you must follow. So we are praying for ourselves. For strength in the days of adversities. Strength when we want to fail. Strength.